because what you don't know about energy can kill you. Here's Alex Epstein. Welcome to Power Hour. I'm Alex Epstein. All right, today is going to be a shorter episode probably uh, for a couple of reasons, including my voice is getting a little shot and I have a bunch of speaking over the next several days. But the main reason is I just have one thing I want to focus on and it's pretty quick to explain. And this is a new website. I think I mentioned it last week briefly, but I really want to tell you about it or for those of you who are watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash improve the planet, I want to show you. And this is the website energytalkingpoints.com that I have set up. So that is our uh, subject today. And the basic idea of it is, well, actually, let's just go to the site because the site actually has the basic idea uh, of it. And uh, it's, it's basically... Oops. Here you go. So if you go to energytalkingpoints.com, it's just go, right now, at least this may change later. It's just going to bring you to a public Google Drive and you'll see Energy Talking Points 2020 by Alex Epstein. And as of now, there are seven files. One of them is a uh, just an intro. And so you'll click on read this first if you want to know more about that. And it'll just tell you about why this exists. And so the basic reason this exists is because right now, as we head into the 2020 elections, there is a massive, well-funded movement that I believe is very much miseducating Americans about energy. They're essentially telling us that fossil fuels and, to some extent, nuclear energy are destroying our world and they need to be eliminated and we can solve all our problems and everything else will will be just as good if only we rad if we rapidly adopt uh, different kinds of renewable energy mandates often going under 100% renewable or green new deal or the Biden energy plan and i think this is so deeply wrong it's actually the case that fossil fuels are making america a better and better place they're making the world a better and better place and that any kind of attempt to rapidly eliminate them from america is just going to be uh, an economic and even broader suicide for america and most of the rest of the world is just going to keep continue using fossil fuels because that's by far the lowest cost way of them producing energy, which means of them having a machine-driven economy and civilization versus a manual labor uh, economy and civilization. So uh, really the path forward is to keep using fossil fuels and to keep innovating to make fossil fuels better and also to develop truly uh, effective alternative or substitutes versus what I call the unreliables today, the solar and wind that can't substitute for fossil fuels. They can just supplement it uh, very wastefully at very high cost with the illusion of doing something, uh, but really just making things more expensive. But then if you really try to mandate the unreliables, then it just doesn't work at all. And you really destroy your economy and the lives of your citizens. So I really wanted to put together something that would be useful for candidates and citizens. And I reached out to different campaigns and I got different kinds of feedback. And I thought, you know what, the fastest thing would just be, I'm going to write out the talking points in a way that will be useful to people. And so one of the things I'm deliberately doing with the talking points, which I'll show you in a second, is each one of them 
is designed to be self-contained and very shareable. So if you can take any one of these talking points and you should be able to tweet it. And in fact, in most cases, I, I will tweet it. A, because it's the length of a tweet, but B, because it makes sense in and of itself. It doesn't depend necessarily on a lot of other surrounding content. And I think this is useful for Twitter, but it's useful for any other platform. And it's useful for candidates so that they can be confident that, okay, I can use basically, if I like something from this, I can just use it. And then the other thing is that these are really well referenced. Some of you know Stefan Henna on my team, and he is very uh, rigorous with regard to references. And part of the reason these come out more slowly than they otherwise would is that we go back and forth a lot and make sure everything we're saying is true, everything is well referenced, so that if a candidate is using it or a citizen is using it, they know that it's bulletproof. So let's, and they, they know where to get uh, the, the data backing it up. So let me just show you some examples of this, and then I'll talk a little bit about ways that if you like this, you can promote it. So the most overarching of the talking points I put out a few days ago, and that's on energy policy. And you'll see the format here. It's got like overall, it's got the topic, and then it's got, uh, you know, a summary at the top and the summary you can tweet. And then all there, there there's like an overall point, and then you can have any of the subpoints, each of these is the length of a, of a tweet or less. And then each one of them has careful references at the bottom. Now, in a little bit further on, you're going to see, in addition to a, a quick summary for some of them, at least we'll have a, a detailed breakdown. So each of these points, these summary points will be elaborated. And the first one we're going to do, which is almost done, is on climate crisis, because that's the one where there's the most confusion and I think the most uh, factual correction is necessary. So I think you'll, when you see that, it's pretty impressive how like, how much detail we have, but how each of those is super precise and is also the length of a tweet. I think it'll actually just help a lot of you think more more clearly about all the climate issue period, but also help you share it with others. So I don't want to get into, I want to get just give some indication to those of you listening. Anyone can of course, go to energytalkingpoints.com and share it with others, which is really what I want to encourage. But just to give you a sense, the overall point here on uh, energy policy is in the last 15 years, America has become the world's energy, uh, leading energy producer thanks to energy freedom, allowing all sources of energy to compete and innovate. To make even more progress, we need more energy freedom, not mandates of renewables or bans, not mandates of renewables or bans of fossil fuels and nuclear. So the idea is, okay, that's something that you could just say as your overall policy. And then in this case, there are eight points breaking it down. And with these points, they're all either in the category of, okay, it's a, just a, a really clear statement of principle, or it's a statement about fact that has a quick uh, example of the facts. So for the, the first one is America's future depends on America's energy industry. Energy is the industry that powers every other industry. The lower cost and more reliable our energy is, the more competitive every American company is, and the lower the cost of living is for every American. Okay, so that's kind of an overall kind of principle point. But then here's a more kind of factual point. The next point, in the last 15 years, America has become a world energy leader, largely through enormous growth in producing the number one and number three forms of energy in the world, oil and natural gas. This was only possible because of our unrivaled freedom to develop and innovate. And there are all sorts of other points here. So I don't want to spend the whole show reading these to you because really I want you to go to the website, but just to give you, that's just giving you an indication. Now, another one is the, uh, let's see, we have got the so-called climate crisis. 
So it's now it's you know just the overall point is while climate catastrophists claim that our climate is less livable than ever because of fossil fuels, it is actually more livable than ever thanks to our fossil fuel powered climate protection systems. Rising CO2 levels will cause mild manageable warming as well as significant global greening, not a crisis. And then just in terms of some of the factual points, when you hear scary claims about a climate crisis, keep in mind that climate catastrophists have been claiming climate crisis for 40 years. For example, Obama science advisor John Holdren predicted in the 1980s that we'd have up to 1 billion climate deaths today. So that's the kind of thing that I think you as a citizen can use and different politicians can use. So just going to quickly tell you about some of the others. There's the Joe Biden energy plan, talking about his uh, plan and giving details on that. And then there's something on reducing CO2 emissions. So for those who are more focused on, you should never concede there's a climate crisis, but if you're saying, well, I want to do what I can to reduce CO2 emissions, then this, this gives you a way of doing that that shows that the pro-freedom approach to this is much, much better. So it says the only practical way to lower global CO2 emissions is to encourage innovation that could make low-carbon energy cheap for everyone. Policies like the Green New Deal and the Biden plan that would outlaw American fossil fuel use won't stop global CO2 emissions from rising, but they will ruin America. And I think that's a very, if you think about right now, for better or worse, most of the pro-energy freedom candidates are Republicans. This is something that they could definitely talk about. Now, I should say something about party uh, affiliation. My goal here isn't to support one particular party or candidate, but my goal, well, my goal is, is to share my expertise so that voters can make the right decisions. And energy is, a, is not the only thing that should inform their decisions, so I'm not going to talk much about candidates overall, but it's a huge thing that should inform their decisions. And you should certainly be very worried if a candidate is making energy policy decisions that will make America what I would call energy poor. That is, that make energy so expensive and or so unreliable that we have to dramatically reduce the energy use because that means we have to dramatically reduce the amount of machine power in our lives and that means we become very poor because we're using a lot more manual labor which means we can do a lot less and we have a lot less uh, time to do what we uh, want. So it's, it's, but it's not about okay, I'm supporting Republicans or some candidate, but I do, I do want any candidate who's interested in freedom and America benefiting to have the truth. And so if you feel like, if you're a candidate, you feel like I'm against you, well, there's an easy, easy way to fi fix that. Just support energy freedom, and then this will be helping you. Okay, so there's reducing CO2 emissions, uh, energy poverty, this is a big one. I think so. Here's just one of the facts I have at the beginning. Tens of millions of Americans live in energy poverty, meaning they experience hardship paying for their basic energy needs. 25 million U.S. households say they've gone without food or medicine to pay for energy. 12 million say they've kept their home at an unsafe temperature. So this is the kind of fact that most people don't know, but it's really, really important uh, for people making decisions. So I've covered uh, most of them. Wind production tax credit. This is a really insidious policy that people don't know about. Many don't know about the wind production tax credit is a perverse policy that pays utilities. It's also often called PTC. It's a perverse policy that pays utilities to slow down or shut down reliable power plants whenever the wind blows. It is driving reliable power plants out of business, leading to higher costs and lower um, reliability. Okay, so I think we have everything, climate crisis, reducing CO2 emissions, Joe Biden plan, uh, energy poverty. So 
there will be, I'm going to keep adding more. I'm working one on one right now on fracking. I'm working on a much more detailed one on climate crisis. Definitely eager to get any kinds of uh, suggestions that people are have, particularly if you're candidates. If you have requests for content, let me know, and I'll try to add that or add that to the general things that I'm creating. Or if you just need something specific for you, I'll do my best to just accommodate that uh, behind the scenes. So that is energytalkingpoints.com. Now I want to talk about what we're already doing to spread the word, starting to get some traction. I've really only been promoting it for about a week and already getting some good traction, but I could really use your help in this uh, audience. So let me talk about what are the different things that you can do uh, to help. So one thing you can do is you can talk to candidates and encourage them to use these points and encourage them to contact me at alex at alexepstein.com. So here's an example. I got an email recently about a week ago from one of the campaigns. I think I've done everything um, to conceal the nature of this because uh, I don't want to uh, keep everything private, but this is just an indication so you can see this could be any campaign. But... I got this message that says your name was referred to us by a supporter, someone who can lend expertise and credibility on the subject of energy policy. I'm wondering if you may have time for a 15 minute chat with, you know, our, someone on our team sometime next week. We're fighting hard to win this race. Our opponent is a big environmental guy, as you may be aware. We'd love to get some advice on how to counter this argument from a conservative perspective. Any time would be appreciated. And so the question is, where did this come from? So this is cool. This is what I want to happen. But I, I found out well where this came from is there is a, somebody who had seen my talking points and really liked them and had been encouraging this campaign that he was connected to to reach out to me. So I saw this is the behind the scenes that led to it. And I'm crossing out a lot here. But it's, it's I mean, he's being pretty harsh on the campaign. But he's saying, like, I'm be, beginning to wonder how serious, and I'm bl blanking out stuff, but how serious you are about becoming a representative, he talked about energy policy, but then no one contacted contact Alex Epstein. What's that about? Do you have too many energy consultants who are willing to talk to you for free right now to reach out to him? I learned about Alex somehow, and I contacted him, and he agreed to talk with someone on the team. Alex is the kind of person you'd be lucky to, et cetera. He's that good and credible. You can reach him at alex at industrialprogress.net. I'm alex at alexepstein.com. is probably easier to remember. I'm counting on you guys to follow up with him right away. Time's a wasting. And so then, and I, I sent them the talking points and I worked to set up a call and I got the response, hey, I, your talking points are so thorough. I don't even know if a phone call is necessary. We're going to work these into our messaging on energy and the environment. Much appreciated. Now, this is, uh, this is great. I'm still going to try to talk to them, but it just shows, hey, if you can give these points to the right people, they're going to be really appreciative because there aren't many good messages out there about energy. There aren't that many people who've spent, you know, really over a decade learning how to explain these things to people. And the other side is so well-funded, so practiced, so pervasive that you really need good stuff to counter them. So it's all available now at energytalkingpoints.com. So definitely use it. So this is just one example. So if you know anyone, any candidate, you're connected to any candidate, certainly anyone asks you for money, just tell them, hey, go to energytalkingpoints.com, contact Alex Epstein. 
Okay, another thing you can do is tell shows you follow to invite me. So it's Wednesday, August 12th right now. Uh, tomorrow, I'm actually going to tape an interview with uh, Charlie Kirk on the Charlie Kirk Show, which is a, a prominent show. And then on Tuesday, I think I'm going to be on the Dennis Prager Show next Tuesday. So, um, and these are conservative shows, but I'm definitely happy to be on any kind of show that has any kind of audience that will have me and this way I can I can share my perspective on energy but I I can also share this website and we can have more and more people using these points. Another thing you can do is share these on your social networks. I've been using LinkedIn a little bit more lately and there's some really cool people have been sharing my uh, you know sharing these points. So uh, let's see Heather Hilliard Powell so she's the president and CEO at Ventana Exploration and Production. She says I highly encourage everyone to spend five minutes to check out energytalkingpoints.com and educate yourself on proposed energy policies, environmental issues, and climate fallacies that affect all Americans, not just those in the oil and gas industry. And then she quotes one of my points, Joe Biden's support of a ban on fracking, which is required to produce over 60% of American oil and 75% of American natural gas, would destroy millions of jobs and once again make us dangerously dependent on the Middle East and Russia. Do we want to be at the mercy of the likes of Vladimir Putin? So great thing to quote or energy strong that's this great organization in colorado and they they shared my points as well as as did many other people but this is a super easy thing to do and you never know who will see it another thing you can do that i've been doing is uh what i would call using these messages on twitter to counter energy deniers which is a term i sometimes use to capture the people who want to deny us of reliable low cost, deny us reliable uh, low cost energy. So I have, uh, you know, I just, I have a list, I've made a Twitter list of basically energy villains, villains, and I've started looking at them regularly and just, uh, um, you know, sharing my different points as relevant. You can do the same thing. Or if, if you see something that's particularly egregious, you can just you know, mention my name on it and tell them they should study me. And then if I see it on Twitter, then I, I can respond as well. Uh, but you have Joe Biden here saying our planet can't take four more years of Donald Trump. We have to get him out of the White House so we can start treating the climate crisis like the urgent threat it is. And so I just wrote, hey, Joe Biden, did you know that after 40 years of climate crisis, predictions by climate catastrophists, human beings are safer than ever from climate. The climate death rate has decreased by 98% over the last century. Learn more at energytalkingpoints.com. So these talking points make it, because they're tweet length and because they cover a lot of stuff, it makes it pretty easy to cover uh, different things. Another another one that came up is uh, Bloomberg and others were, Mike Bloomberg, uh, Michael Bloomberg, I guess, were talking about the uh, Trump changing the methane rule. And their whole approach is just, oh, well, if you changed any, if you reduced any emissions requirement, then this must be evil, as if, well... Uh, Reducing emissions is an unlimited value. It doesn't matter how much more expensive and hard uh, it makes life or how little the emissions uh, affects human health at the levels involved. It's just it's just assumed. So I just wrote quickly, uh, Bloomberg said, amid a, amid a pandemic, Trump is on the side of polluters. Joe Biden is on the side of people. The choice could not be more clear. I mean, if, from someone from industry, this is such an idiotic kind of, of statement. Like, what is on the side of polluters? These are people who produce energy that allow us to use machines 
to improve our lives. Obviously, Bloomberg is in the whole digital media business. They're using a hell of a lot of, of machines. So just the idea that, oh yeah, these are people who are polluters versus no, when we do a lot of work, there are some byproducts or side effects, but it's not, they're not polluters, uh, they're producers. So I just wrote, in the world of energy deniers, like Mike Bloomberg, all emissions should be eliminated at all costs. This kind of thinking is making energy so expensive that millions of Americans choose between food and heat or medicine and electricity. So you can see there, that's one of the energy poverty talking points. And then I say, Mike Bloomberg, to get educated about energy poverty and how you can be an actual force for good, go to energytalkingpoints.com. And then the last one I did yesterday was uh, Greta Thunberg. I see she has this thing called Face the Climate Emergency, which has her now ever-present face on it looking, I don't know, contemplative or something like that. So I wrote, Dear Greta, Thunberg, Dear Greta Thunberg, I am sympathetic to the unhappy situation you're in. Your generation is the most fortunate in history, but you've been miseducated into believing you're the least fortunate. Learn how climate change is real, but climate crisis isn't at energytalkingpoints.com. So this is derived from the climate crisis talking points. So definitely do this. The more you do this, the more people are going to say, hey, what is this website that everyone keeps talking about? And then they'll have to go there and they'll have to engage it. And when they have to engage it, then that means they're going to have to engage me if they're trying to uh, combat it. And then that's where things start to get really interesting. Oh, the other thing. Oh, I put this on the wrong, um, for those of you looking at the slide. Uh, a little confusing. So share with your employees. Uh, that's that's the final thing that you should do. And I don't have any examples of this yet because nobody has messaged me and said, hey, I've shared this with my employees. Uh, but definitely do share with your employees and I will tell your story soon. But that's something, particularly those of you in the energy industry, some of you have hundreds of employees, some of you who follow this have thousands of employees. This is, I'm often asked, hey, how do we help people become ambassadors? How do we give them easy things to say? Well, these are easy things to say. All these are 280 characters uh, or less. I'm covering more and more issues. Sorry, just kicked my microphone there. Got a little enthusiastic. And it's just, these are there for you to use and for you to enjoy and for you to uh, really influence a lot of other people with. So that is it uh, for today. As always, if you have any questions, comments, love mail, or hate mail, you can email me at alex at alexepstein.com. I should remind you, I don't do this that often, you know, get a copy of The Moral Case for Fossil Fuels. As many of you know, I'm working on the second version of it. It's going really well. It's going to come out sometime early next year, but uh, the first version is still very, very relevant. And so if you want to learn more about these ideas or want to share them with someone else, uh, Moral Case for Fossil Fuels original is a great way to go. Uh, also, make sure to get on my mailing list, which new mailing every Wednesday, and you can get on that list at industrialprogress.com. If you wanna have me speak at your organization, I've been doing a lot of virtual speaking lately. I'm actually doing a live speech in a couple weeks in Colorado. They've got an outdoor venue that's all socially distanced or, or whatever the different people are requiring at the moment. And I'm really excited. It's about, I think, 175 people I'm speaking to, so I'm excited about that. Definitely available uh, for live events in person, but also virtual. So if you want to do that, you can just go to industrialprogress.com speaking, or you can just email me at alex at alexepstein.com. 
Finally, if you want to help support the work that I and my colleagues at the Center for Industrial Progress are doing, work such as these energy talking points, which we're going to be promoting a lot and hopefully making some videos about, and there's a lot that we can do, you can become an accelerator supporting our research and development work and our promotional work. So you can do that at industrialprogress.com slash accelerate. Okay, once again, the website is energytalkingpoints.com. Use it, share it, persuade others, and tell me what kinds of successes you have and also what kinds of challenges you have so I can add to these points and make them better. All right, that's it for this week. I'll be back next week, uh, tentatively scheduled to have a really cool economist to talk about a lot of energy issues from a new perspective. Until then, I'm Alex Epstein. This has been Power Hour. Power Hour. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of energy. Power Hour. The antidote to shallow thinking about energy issues.